it's you said it's historical, but it's not period. Yes. So it's like the movie Mannequin, but with <laughs> don't know this movie. But with persecuted witch women. <laughs> They come to life and they think they're in 1692. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Ash from the Rated NA Podcast here with an exclusive interview recorded live at San Diego Comic-Con 2018. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and give us a follow on Twitter at NerdAppropriate. Welcome back, guys. Hi, thank it's, you. It's thank been a you. whole year, I think yeah. almost to the day. Year. Yeah, probably. We've been waiting here. <laughs> we have been. <laughs> the entire year. <laughs> been looking forward well, to this. Thank you for waiting. We're actually in a, a different location. Uh, this year we are kind of like trolls. We're underneath the escalator <laughs> we are like uh, on floor one at the bottom of the, uh, what are we, the, the Hilton Bayfront. Yeah. There's some like good elevator music happening. There is. I'm curious to see how this is actually going to sound when it's all said <laughs> and done, but I'm hoping that um, we don't get copyright infringement for elevator oh, music. No. I hope not. We're going to sing all of our answers to, yeah, this, we'll, to the there you go. Music. There you go. Yeah. So uh, it's been a year. <laughs> yes. I guess we'll, we'll play catch up. For, oh, first of all, introduce yourselves. I'm a terrible, oh, yeah. terrible host, so oh, yeah. say hi. Who are we? Hi, I'm Mary-Kate Wiles. I'm Sean Persad. And welcome back. Thanks. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and you guys are part of Shipwreck Comedy. You were we here are. last year. Yeah. Um, what has happened in the past 12 months in your lives? Oh, goodness. Well, for uh, as far as Shipwreck goes, we... Um, premiered our film noir short, uh, The Case, Case of the, the Gilded, Gilded Lily. Lily. Which at this point last year we hadn't shot yet, actually. We yeah, you know. guys were still in yeah. the planning process last time. Oh, yeah, that's true. we shot like next weekend. So we this shot This last it. year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we premiered it. Yeah. Um, at Buffer Festival in Toronto. And then yeah. we released it online in December, I think. Yeah. And people, that went great. People like it. Yeah. That's nice. So Buffer went well. I know yeah, you guys were kind of gearing Buffer. up for it. Right yeah, we were really you. nervous because Gilded Lily is 40 minutes long and Buffer is a festival for YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were like, oh my gosh, yeah, everyone's going to hate us. The next longest thing I think was 14 minutes. Yeah. And <laughs> there were some people that were like grumbling about it, but then um, we just have had so many people come up to us and tell us it was their favorite thing that we that they saw in the festival, which has been really cool and gratifying. That is very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so cool what was the, what was the, sorry to cut you off, no, what was the good. shooting process like for you guys and, and, you know, how long did it take you, right, you know, we were about to shoot last time we talked, yes. now it's like, it's out in the wild, so how long did that whole process take? So we only shot for four days, okay. and we, I can't even remember, we kick-started in like June, and we shot at the end of July, beginning of August, and then we premiered it the last week of September. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even for, like, that's a pretty quick timeline, even for something, like, it's not a full film, but for a 40-minute yeah. film, that's like... that's a huge undertaking. Yeah, a pretty quick turnaround. Everything we've done has had really quick turnarounds. I don't know why we do this to ourselves. I personally need deadlines, yeah, and I need a lot of that's pressure. True. Yeah, or else true. I just won't. Yeah, it was very down to the wire, though, with Buffer, and that was a little stressful because the movie just ended up being, like, a little bigger than we expected it to be. Um, and we were, like, up to the last minute, we, we had location problems, and we weren't yeah, sure where we were going to be filming. Very stressful. 
Um, yeah, we thought like, oh, we'll do a short film because yeah. we had done Pole Party the previous year, which is about the length of a feature film. Um, and we're like, this will be easy. This will be a lot less stressful. And that was not the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just different problems and different things to overcome. But we're really happy with it. And it's a film noir comedy. It's very different. It's cool that like we get to do stuff like that and people like it and watch it because it's so niche. But it's yeah. pretty fun. For our listeners, by the way, um, we're obviously an audio podcast. M- MK has... Uh, Elf ears on right now, somewhat <laughs> distracting. <laughs> I have never really interviewed an I'm elf so before. Sorry, <laughs> I also pulled my hair up. It looked they look a little. It looks super cool. Better though, when my hair is down, yeah. but I got hot. So our listeners know why I might be like a little <laughs> slow. Like what? Slow. Um. Yeah. So we were walking no, around the super cool. floor. They did a great job. Thank you. Got copyright uh, signs on the back. Of so I'm a gigantic Lord of the Rings fan, which yes. I'm sure I've mentioned on this show before. You have, yeah. Um, and so, of course, we went to the Weta Workshop booth, which is always one of my favorite places to stop here at Comic-Con. And they were doing ear applications, and I didn't want to do it because I'm shy, but Sean was like, we are doing this. And so I sat there and had a wonderful makeup artist from Weta put on They look ears. fantastic. Thank like, you. honestly, if I, if I sit, I'm like only three feet away from you, I... I can't tell that they're not real. Really? That's yeah, great. they look legit. Like they, if I stare, maybe a little you bit. You can kind of see it. Yeah. I they are making it a little hard to hear things because they're covering my whole ear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. It's so worth it. And I got to watch Richard Taylor sculpt like right in front of me. He's the head of the whole thing. Yeah. And of course, I've like seen him from watching all the BTS stuff on the DVDs like years and years ago, over and over and over again. And so I just was like in heaven. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it's obviously it's Comic Con 2018. Yeah. What brings you guys here this year? You just kind of here hanging out, seeing stuff. What What are you looking forward to the most, or what have you already seen that has been your your fa- most favorite thing thus far? Well, getting my ears was definitely the highlight for me. I don't know, actually. Um, Mary Kate had a lot of uh, things on her schedule. That I she did. That's true. That's true. I was just kind of here to hang out. Yeah. Um, I, this is my third con. Sean's first con was last year and he just had such a great time. And, um, so we just wanted to come back down again and we have a couple friends who always like to come and yeah, it's just been good. I have been so excited about all the shadow of the Tomb Raider stuff that's happening. Yeah. I, am such so I didn't a huge, know you were a Tomb Raider fan. I'm that's such really, a huge Tomb Raider that fan. Is, that is, well, have you ever thought about maybe doing some streaming or anything like that? Um, no, I don't know that I want people to watch me play. It's, although watching her play is very, very entertaining. <laughs> is it? The face that's what makes. I mean. It's such a weird, like... Um, Sean's taking some videos of me just like <laughs> mashing on buttons and making weird faces. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I, I don't stream, I stream for work, but I don't stream too much for fun because I have like the worst like gamer face. Like yeah. when I'm playing yeah. a game, I get so serious oh, and yeah. I look just so angry. Yeah, I'm having same. a great time, same. but I just look like I want to kill somebody. Yeah. So anytime I stream and I'm playing like something competitive or something that's like difficult, everyone's like laughing in chat because I just turn into this like rage oh, monster. And yeah. I'm not even mad. I just, that's my face. So yeah. it's like, I can't do this and like no. try and have fun doing it. I would embarrass myself for yeah. sure. But yeah, I love Tomb Raider and I was just so, cause the new game's coming out in September. So I was so excited to get to do all that stuff so we did a panel today yeah and then the other and then yesterday we went to a they have this whole like experience yeah they had like a Tomb Raider bar and snake yeah. a snake pit yeah did you go in the cool. snake pit I did not go in the snake pit it's more like a germ pit I would avoid yeah, it yeah there's a yeah. lot of things where like 
I, I told you I'm here with my kid and for some reason he's really into Thanos. I don't know why. It's a terrible <laughs> thing for a little two-year-old to be into, but he loves Thanos. Maybe because he's purple. Uh, so they had, you can put your hand in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes, yes. And he really wanted to do it, so we let him do it. And like as soon as he was done, I like you closed like, his whole arm <laughs> down with sanitizer. I'm just we, like. We just passed it. That and all, I was like, do you want to do it, Sean? And he was like, gross. No. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> It's like probably 100,000 different germs yeah. just oh, gosh, in that no. gauntlet, you yeah. know. And even this was preview night, so it probably wasn't that bad. But my poor little kid, his arm's going to fall off. And it's just going to be a terrible, terrible thing. Very clean arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really did hose him down. As soon as he took his hand out of the gauntlet and we're like get the hose yeah i got to this poor little arm um so when you guys um finished your last endeavor what is it like sort of recharging your creative juices like are you currently working on or at least conceptualizing something else working on something else like what is it like when you finish buffer festival and it's all done you put it up on youtube how do you kind of go back and be like okay well that's done now what and do you ever feel like i know sometimes when i have a huge project and i finish it sometimes i feel like i almost owe myself a break um and that's good and bad uh, sometimes my break goes on for way too long and it takes like events like this to kind of get me back on the horse and be like I love doing this so what was it like for you finishing that and then moving on to your next thing well I don't like not working I have the opposite problem <laughs> where I need to chill out sometimes and so it's been a little bit of a uh, not struggle but just kind of a test this year because we haven't done anything since Gilded Lily mainly because we kickstarted our last two projects and we feel like we did a really good job taking like given a great amount of money to kickstart but like a small amount of money for the size of production that we were doing right um, and we feel like we did a really good job of like taking that and turning it into something awesome and so we are hoping to not have to kickstart anymore because it's just a lot of work and we always end up never really having besides this wonderful piece of art like anything to show for it in terms right. of like all the time that we've put into it and we just can't sustain that anymore right so we've been having a lot of meetings trying to pitch all these other ideas that we have and i wouldn't say that like a lack of ideas is a problem for us we have a lot we have maybe too many yeah, yeah that's and a like, great that's a great place to be in right yeah. it is yeah but like it seems like every meeting the they like something else yeah so then we have to focus on that thing and like flesh it out and do a sheet. In our brain. yeah and then we bring that to them and then the next meeting they like something else so it's like we're kind of all over the place we, we have a lot of um balls in the air i guess yeah. um and we're just trying to fit we have ones that we like that we would right. prefer to do right yeah. um although sean and Sinead did this year uh they were a part of the sundance new voices writers lab i saw that congratulations so awesome. that's really cool so they as writers because they do all the writing for shipwrecked and i don't do any of that um they've been busy they had to write a pilot for that so they've been doing work on that and that has been in its own way a big project for them so they have you writing a pilot as yeah. as part of that selection. Yeah. Wow. So we wrote actually we wrote the pilot to get in. Okay. And then there was like a video portion an essay. There was, we had an interview thing. And then we got in and then we did two uh, different writing writers retreats and then we redid our pilot based on all the stuff wow. we learned. Wow. And we just actually the other day finished like our latest draft that we're happy with and we don't want to think about it anymore yeah, yeah. For a little just kind while. of put it away yeah. stop iterating on yeah. it i i only like dabble in in writing really i mean i have to write copy and stuff for work and and uh you know used to blog and stuff for fun but 
there does come a point where you stare at something for so long, you start going cross-eyed and you're like, I really shouldn't touch this anymore. And then you go in and keep messing with it and messing with it. And you're like, maybe it was better eight drafts ago. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of tweaking this to like torture myself. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a really challenging part of the writing process. What, what was it like um, when you got the call that you were selected? Because that's, that's a big honor. It's a big yeah. deal. They had like over 2,000 applicants, yeah, I think. Yeah, and they only chose like ten groups. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a lot. Amazing. It was great, and we also did you like someone buy me dinner? <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> no, I don't know if we did. We had both a great day and a bad yeah, day. Yeah, we got day. really bad news that oh, day no. too. Yeah, but you um, also got this great news, so it was kind of a wash of a day. Yeah. yeah. Bad news in that we thought we had a, a project going somewhere, and we found out that that was not. Happening it was not anymore. going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it had been in maybe in development for a long time Ooh, yes. and right. it was like the official like oh no this yeah. isn't gonna happen yeah, so that sucked. but yeah. we were excited about the Sundance thing yeah, sure. yeah that's very very exciting yeah and there are some places that are interested in seeing the script now which is really cool just based that's off cool. the log line which is awesome and of course just like having Sundance on it helps <laughs> right. so that's cool and I'm one excited. of the reasons why I like talking to you guys so much is you're in a really interesting place that not a lot of other people I don't, I don't feel are in your same position because you're accomplished creatives, but you're also at the same time trying to figure out the best way to deliver your material. And like you just mentioned before that, you know, you kickstarted your past two projects. And now you're kind of trying to explore a new way to deliver your next project. What, and this is like me being ignorant, I don't know the answer to this, but what, um, what options do young creatives have uh, to, to get their stuff out there? whether it be games or film or what have you, I other mean, than Kickstarter. Or yeah, I feel like it's essentially like that. It's like you crowdfund or you impress a company enough to like have them give you give a bunch you of money. money. Yeah, yeah. And thankfully, like we kind of are living in a time where there are a lot of companies that are wanting to like do that and like pump a lot of funds into things, sort of. But we haven't quite yeah. figured out how to make them do that for us yet. And also that whole landscape is changing constantly. Constantly. And I think that's part of the, yeah. not problem, but like we've had a little frustration because like nobody quite knows what they want. Yeah. Everybody like wants to be Netflix, but like, I don't know. So it's been interesting and it's been interesting to go into these meetings and sort of lay out like what we do and what we envision. And then they're like, cool, could you make this like this, but instead like make it a bunch of tiny episodes or like something like that where you're like, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that said, like, there are so many different ways to be doing things and putting stuff out there, be it independent film or putting up a series on YouTube right. or whatever. We've just sort of found, like, as, as also because we do stuff with such high production value because we do period right. stuff. Yeah. Like, we can't just spend, like, a few hundred bucks on something. Like, we kind of have high standards for ourselves. Right. Um, so that, you know, if we didn't do that, we could be putting out a lot more content, you know, but that's what we like to do. And yeah. I do think it sets us apart in some ways and hopefully in the end will prove to pay off in a way that and there, gets us noticed. There's nothing wrong with kickstarting or crowdfunding no. if you can figure out a m way to make that sustainable for you yeah. and like make a living off of it and like make sure like 10% of this is going to me for yeah. my time and effort, which we, we are right. good at that. Yeah, we tried, but... 
then there's always like some extra production cost and guess what goes like your rate goes so like yeah. you end up people not people who can aff- can like won't sue ourselves right. if we like, don't pay ourselves and it's right. our, our project so yeah. like we want to see it happen um, and again like not at all like poo-pooing that I wouldn't change anything about the last two projects we've done it's just that we're adults and we have to pay our bills yeah you know? I mean that's the thing it's like it's funny um you know, you, you mentioned earlier that you know so many different streaming companies are kind of starting up, and some are fading away. Yeah. I think it is. We're in this weird Wild West time of like of content production, and it's the same in in the video game space as well. Like, there's just all these tiny little studios, like little indies, like making these games. Two guys making a game, and you know, and like we said, different streaming services kind of starting up and disappearing. I think it's it's weird because a lot of people feel like you can just make a YouTube video and then like that you can become famous. Right. I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. No, I don't. I think mean, so YouTube either. is just way too fast. There's yes. so much. I mean, I don't even know how many millions of videos per day are being posted. Yes. And so, how do you make those stand out? And yeah. and like you guys said, you put time and effort into into your work. And so, like I. You are in a very, you know, unique position where you have this great content, but it's like, well, where's the best place for people to really, you know, to soak it up and view it? So it's it's challenging. It's very challenging. Yeah, it is. But we are, we are really thankful that like we have been able to do what we do and our audience supports I just had an epiphany. What? You should start your own festival. Whoa, maybe. This is, this is way out here. (laughs) I just thought of it just the second. Start your own festival for other folks that have stuff like yours. Yeah. Invite like 10 creators out over the course of two days. Show your stuff. Invite the press. Maybe. Telling you it'll work. There you go. I'll go. I'll show up. I'll bring my stupid recorder. Come. Yeah. I will. I'll do it. All right. So you heard it here first. (laughs) Shipwreck Film Festival. Let's set some dates. (laughs) Everybody buy your tickets. It's here next year. Buy your plane tickets. There we go. Right underneath. Under the escalator. Underneath the escalator, San Diego Comic Con 2019, (laughs) Shipwreck Film Fest. I'll be watching on our phones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. There's this horrible echo and elevator music. And we're like, what is this fucking film festival all about? What is wrong with these people? You know what? It'll it'll get better over time. I think so. Yeah. Maybe it'll move up to a hotel room. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. see. No, but I mean, I'm like only half kidding with that. Um, I do think there needs to be, and there are, there are festivals, obviously, um, for, for things, but nothing like what. You, you guys like even in your introduction to what you've been up to you're like yeah ours was 40 minutes it was different Thanks. you know people liked it but um it was you know different than what was going on in buffer and i'm like there's got to be a place for for stuff you know specifically yeah. like what you guys are making i honestly don't i and this is maybe just because i'm like living under a rock and i don't watch enough stuff but i don't know a ton of stuff that's very like what we do um yeah. but i love that and Again, I think that's because we, I think people sometimes get scared of like period stuff because they're like, oh, that's going to be expensive. And it is in some ways, but like it's not impossible. Um, So yeah, again, I think that's one of the things that's kind of set us apart is that just what we want to do is kind of different. And I'm again, so thankful that like people go with us there and watch, watch our stuff, even though it's not like their normal YouTube fair, you know, so yeah, I know. I, I'm uh, I'm one of those idiots now that if something on YouTube has like a commercial in it, or if it's like more than three minutes long, I'm like, I'm not watching this, and I like yeah. run out of the room. You yeah. know, it's just, like, it's just terrible that we've kind of become way, programmed. Honestly, yeah, but meanwhile, I am too. we're putting up like a right. forty-minute short film. Right, yeah. right. But you know, people will watch stuff if yeah. they like stuff. So that's yeah. Cool. Well, th- this being Comic-Con, I have to ask you some Comic-Con oh, sure. specific questions. Sure, sure. These are going to be hard. Um, 
just because uh, they're going to kind of force you to like, dig inside your brain. But in the next year, yeah. stuff coming out, yeah. either TV, film, video games, books, food, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, what are you guys excited about the most? It's not out yet, but going to be coming out. Well, Tomb Raider for me. Sean has something he's excited about. Oh, that Spider-Man video game. Oh, it looks so good, doesn't it? Unbelievable. I just got a PS4 over Christmas. Ooh. And honestly, Mary-Kate uses it way more than I do. Nice. Well, I hadn't... I've loved Tomb Raider for a long time. I played it when I was a lot younger, the original game. And I just didn't have an apparatus to play it until he got this PS4. And I was like, oh, like I want to start playing the reboot games because they looked so cool. And so that's what's like reignited my whole <laughs> so I played the first two since like we got that in December so I'm eagerly waiting the third so yeah so we, so there's Spider-Man and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider and then Red Dead Redemption 2 we're gonna be playing a lot of video yeah. games yeah we gotta we when Red Dead comes out we gotta join a gang because uh, we'll all be playing that that's I think Matt and Scott from our show that's their like one of their favorite yeah. of all time and I, I love it too but I have a lot of favorites so yeah it's gonna be fun the online stuff's gonna be crazy riding around together Cause I havoc. I haven't done that yet, um, just because I haven't. I don't want to like pay the subscription. Like, yeah, yeah. The subscription, but I kind of want to try it. Maybe I'll it's try. It's good. It. They did. They, Rockstar did some really fantastic stuff with GTA. Yeah. Uh, so GTA Five had this online mode that has made like a billion dollars or something for them. Something yeah. crazy, just because people are still playing it like six years later, and well, it's crazy. You have the whole city. You just ride around and do whatever you I, want. I finally, when I got the PS4, I finally finished GTA V, and it was like, I finished this game, but there's so much stuff in this world that I haven't explored. Right. So, I think maybe I'll try the online thing. Those games are crazy time sinks, though. I I wouldn't do it if you're you're planning your next creative project, because you'll just be riding around the Wild West for six months. (laughs) Maybe it'll um, jumpstart the universe into... You guys maybe might do a Western. Oh, yeah. I would love to see you guys do a Western. I don't think we haven't talked about it. Any hints as to some of your ideas that you can kind of a little bit, at least a time period? Well, space. We <laughs> we gave a little blurb about the pilot that Sean and Shanae wrote for Sundance. We put that out into the world already. We did. Yeah. Do you want to say, well, we just said that it is inspired by you all growing up in New England, yeah, in we, near Salem. Sinead and I grew up near Salem, Massachusetts, and we both worked at um, re- these really tacky tourist trap museums. Dude, I love Salem. Yeah. I went there, uh, yeah, I went there I with my buddies. You, when I was posting about it, yeah. you were like, I love Salem. I do love Salem. I've only been there, I've only been there like twice, yeah. uh, but I went when I was like 18, and then I went back the next summer when I was 19. Nice. Spent like four or five days there by myself and went to all that tacky tourist yeah. stuff. So you may have been working there. I might have. Our been, paths yeah. may have crossed. Late 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the New England Pirate Museum. I don't know if you went there. I have been there, yeah. Okay, all the, yeah, all the wax crazy faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's so terrible. So, yeah. So it's based on, the local hunt is based on, like, those museums. Oh, so good. It is. It's such an interesting town. It really is. Yeah, it's like, great. Weird. Yeah. It's so weird it's and fun. Weird. But that's very much infused everything that they want to write and do and that's i think why our stuff is so kooky and spooky um it's got that it's got the historical uh angle but it's not period yeah Yeah. um but yeah i don't think anything else we can say too much about yet we i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch it i'm gonna Mm, okay so pirate museum it's you said it's historical but it's not period yes so it's like the movie mannequin but with <laughs> don't know this movie. But with persecuted witch women. 
and they come to life and they think they're in 1692. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, and they're all whacked out on, you know, on ergon on rye and mold, and it's just, it's. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't I'm seen just, it, so I don't know. We're definitely hallucinating. Yeah, we're now. definitely hallucinating. Yeah. Look at this crazy town. Yeah. Yeah. Where does this ferry go? I don't know. Um, I so it. yeah, this is why I don't write. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say, we will be going back to Buffer Festival this year. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we'll be making something not 40 minutes long this year. Cool. Uh, for Buffer again. It's where does, be where does Buffer take place? In Toronto. Oh, yeah. cool. It's so great. It's such Very a great cool. festival, and we are so honored to be a part. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and then we have all, a lot, so many other things, but they're all, so like, in many. various stages of maybe yeah. somebody will like it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to jinx anything, yeah. you know. I totally get that. I totally get that. So uh, we're about out of time. Where can folks find you guys on social media and, and anything else you want to plug on your way out? Yeah. Anything? Well, you can find Shipwrecked on YouTube. Watch Poe Party, The Gilded Lily. We got some other stuff on there. Shipwrecked Comedy also on Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at MK Wiles. I also have my own YouTube channel, though I have not been posting very much there recently. Um, and I have a candle company if you want to buy some candles. That's awesome. Paper and slate on Etsy. Check it out. And, um, yeah, you can find me also on, on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a pin uh, Etsy store where I design pins, enamel pins. So We uh, both got the Etsy bug. This Stupid fly pins. Sorry. I'm not very good at marketing myself. You didn't say your Twitter handle. Sean Persaud, MD. There we go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. We'll Always see a pleasure. You, we'll see you 2019 we'll under be waiting. the stairwell. We'll be waiting here. Hang out <laughs> in the troll. Like so. Yeah, this is it. This is the new spot. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to our San Diego Comic-Con coverage. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at NerdAppropriate, Facebook slash NerdAppropriate, or email us directly, Matt, Scott, or Ash at NerdAppropriate.com. We're going to be at PAX West in September, and we'll be on a number of panels at the show, so keep listening. Uh, For more information and more details leading up to the event, we hope to see you there.